Hello and welcome to Shades and Coffee, the almost weekly look good, feel good podcast, written and presented by me, Vivian Braidwood. If you love motivational stories, then join me to celebrate positive lifestyle, fashion and feel good trends. Lose yourself in this collection of personal adventures and powerful insights as I speak to some of the most inspiring people in the industry, company founders, movers, shakers and coffee takers about what makes them happy and the secrets of their success. In every show, there will be Q&A with them and me, and we really want to hear from you. Ask us any lifestyle-related question or let me know which topics you'd like me to cover. Tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. We'd really love you to subscribe. Speak soon. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Today's guest is an incredibly gifted, much sought after impersonator who has performed worldwide, portraying over 30 celebrities with his masterstroke of comic cloning. You've most likely seen him on TV, film, theatre and cabaret. However, his focus these days is on using his skills to create and share positive energy that makes his audience feel special and relaxed. Whether on stage or meeting and greeting, mixing and mingling, this look-alike impressionist, this sound-alike actor, is happiest when using his array of famous celebrity characters to create a fully inclusive, fun, friendly, feel-good atmosphere. A lot of Fs in there, I know. (laughs) Anyway, I have my cup of coffee on the ready, so join me as we learn more about the many, many faces of the wonderful Dean Taylor. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, Vivian. <laughs> we got there oh, in the end. With the... A lovely intro. Oh, good. Really happy that you like that. So, with nearly 30 years in the business, Dean, I'm sure you've got um, a lot of interesting stories to tell. Yeah, many interesting stories. Yeah, every event I ever did gave me the opportunity to meet so many wonderful people and go to so many wonderful places. I did 52 parties once in three months. Oh, wow. I was on about 60-odd aeroplanes, so I did a lot of travelling and got a lovely little story. Do you remember Clem Curtis of the Foundations? Build me up, buttercup. Me and Clem worked together a few times, and I remember I was in Durham one night at about two or three in the morning, and I said, Clem, can you sing Build Me Up, Buttercup as my voice tone? He went, yeah, of course I can. And so when my phone rings, is Clem, three in the morning, singing Build Me Up Buttercup. It <laughs> sounds like Clem was in a recording studio. It was oh, just little magical moments. And I work with certain entertainers as well that you think, wow, tell me. You know, I'm the one that's telling stories. Tell me some stories. You know, when I'm with Martha Reese and Vandellas, who came from Detroit and was friends with Aretha Franklin, you know, you think, wow, you know, I worked with Stevie Wonder one night in uh, Monte Carlo. And you think, wow, I'm working with Stevie Wonder. God, that's good. Yeah, no, it's some really, really, really fun, fun events. And is it true that you were, um, what, that you've been Pierce Brosnan stand in and double for the last 24 years? 
Yeah, yeah. I started off doing some film and uh, really fortunate enough to not only work with peers, I used to work with Michael Caine, Bill Murray, Liam Neeson, Jeff Daniels, so many. But Piers was an actor that I've stayed close working relationship and still work with him now being oh, that's, on... in, that's incredible i mean i assume you can't work with someone for that length of time without becoming genuinely good friends or, or can yeah. you yeah no no we are good friends now you mentioned events before so the events and the creative industry um, were two of the hardest hit by the lockdown i mean you you simply couldn't work office workers could work from home how have you managed um, during these past few months oh I had so many, so many functions booked in and so many events all cancelled and some of my friends are really, really, really struggling. The problem is when all the lockdown, I suppose, is over, people will, might not have the money to go to have events and so entertainers will be hit, I think, for a long time. I can't see parties and events going back to normal and really even though people are optimistic saying oh yeah i think it'd be okay at christmas i question that some people might not want to go out and some people might not afford to go out it's just taken every day as it comes well i did a i did my first gig uh, last week but uh, there was only a certain amount of people allowed to go to the event it was an outside event all the tables were two meters apart mm-hmm but they had to be finished by a certain time. So there are these restrictions still. But also with new ways of working, I find that the world changes and things shift. And often from the little research that I've done, often it's after big, you know, what do you want to call it? Catastrophes or depressions or recessions. But you have this whole host of innovation that comes through. And if people are working differently, I think there'll be new ways because we are where we are and you're operating within the parameters that you have to operate in. I'm one of the fortunate ones. For years, I've not stopped working. I've actually enjoyed the time off. I got all them things done that I should have done a long time ago indoors and keeping fit and having more time for myself. I'm really pleased to hear that, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. We tend to push ourselves till you collapse, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Work, 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 work. And it's nice to go down a different direction and um, just pull back on the work and do other things. Exactly. Um, I think without without the fear of, oh, I'm going to catch something and get sick or I'm going to make someone else sick or without the fear of where's the next pound coming from? How am I going to, you know, feed myself and the family? Without those elements, the actual pausing, taking a bit of time out and taking things back to basics, looking at self, looking at your loved ones, looking at family units, looking at your local community. Those things, I think, have been quite beautiful. They're the kind of the beautiful thing to come out of this. When and why did you consciously decide that it was important to you to show more love and more kindness? You obviously made a conscious decision. Was there a catalyst, like an event in your life or, you know, an awakening? What? I love talking to 90-year-olds. I love talking to them because they're the ones with the wisdom. They're the ones that can educate me. I love listening to their life stories. I really do. Going back to my parents and going back to my grandparents, they didn't have a lot. But one thing they did have, they knew how to enjoy themselves. That was all brought up on love, 
when you hear people say the good old days where people would leave their door open, the neighbours would like ask for some milk or some sugar and everyone would help one another. And as time's gone by, I think people have lost the art of enjoying themselves. They've been so wrapped up with technology and they don't communicate like they used to communicate. So I found that the secret of life and uh, I thought that most people know it's just love. And I thought if I could oh, give, I thought if you could give love to people by saying nice things and making them laugh and be kind with the characters and create a fun energy with an event, it only lasts for a few hours. And if you ask some people, when do people really enjoy themselves? I heard it so many times. They would say, oh, when people are drunk. <laughs> I think it's nice to have a drink and have fun, but you don't need to get drunk to enjoy yourself. But some people, they don't really kick their legs up in the air and let themselves go until they are drunk. And yeah, by or that, on drugs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I like to create the end of the party at the beginning of the party. I like to get everyone sort of relaxed. I do believe that everyone knows how to enjoy themselves. They've got that within themselves, but they've got to feel relaxed. They've got to feel comfortable. The walls come down as well. If they're relaxed, those things come down. Yeah. And if you make people laugh, the people next to them, the group next to them will look over, they will smile, they'll give each other a little wink and nod and a little wave. And then you're bonding, you're creating the energy. You become a catalyst, a person that can turn up an event and soon as someone walks in the door, you want them to rub their hands together and go, we're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to have a good time. I like to feel I'm that person that can make people smile, make people happy, make them feel good. They might have had a really bad day at work, might have a few personal problems. I want to be that person can uplift it, make the party a success. A few of your characters are really hyper, like Austin Powers, Keith Lemon, Ali G. Does a cup of coffee help beforehand? <laughs> no, no. What, what I do is uh, I create a character within a character. I look like a character. I sound like a character. But I create my own character within that character. I may use some of the catchphrases. I don't swear. I'm not rude. I'm not offensive. If I'm talking to you and the energy I'm trying to give to you you're giving me loads of energy back. So I'm feeding off your energy, your laughter, your happiness. And if I've got 500 people in the room individually making me laugh and they're happy, I'm buzzing because sometimes people say, where'd you get this energy? You know, wow, you know, why are you so high? Because I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm just living off everyone's energy as well. So no, I don't need a coffee. I don't need any, anything to get me started. From listening to you, I think that character within your character is you. Your old school values. It's, it's really beautiful. I'm listening. I'm thinking, oh God, it's actually you in the character. So my question now is, what about the reverse? Do you find certain aspects of your characters seeping into your real life? You know, like life imitating art, so to speak. I suppose, yeah, I can be a little bit more crazy and silly and mad and for so sure. The, the, your, your characters are your coffee. Yeah, 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 they are. Visually and the voice as well, you're able yeah, to match. Yeah. 
yeah, and yeah. Um, behavioral, like their physicality as well. You can do that. So, so give me an example of a, like voices, because obviously this is an audio right. podcast. So. If I was like the mad actor, I go, this place is like another place on earth, a place of wonder, mystery and danger. And the only way to survive, you have to be mad. Vivian, are you bonkers? I am. Anyone that knows me will tell you I'm whoop, whoop. And that's without coffee. <laughs> are you raving? Yes, guilty. Seeing you laugh like that, that person next to you would be laughing as well. For the listeners, go on, I've got to ask you, just do one more, do someone else, you decide. nothing about, I think Vivian is absolutely bangsadi, isn't it? I think, I think a podcast is absolutely oosh. Um, <laughs> so it gives a chance for people to show their craziness, their madness. And it, some people, you know, you, once they're off and, and running, they, they are mad. They are crazy. They are, you're, you're like, you're, my work here is done. Goodbye. <laughs> you just let them go. Let them get on with it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. So when you're not dressed as this or that character, I'm intrigued to know, what do you wear? Like, so for instance, what are the three most cherished items that you have in your wardrobe? Oh, I don't know, really, in my wardrobe. Um, what are the three things that you've worn the most in the last few months? Lockdown probably is a bit of an anomaly. Probably going to say in pyjamas. my wardrobe, really. My gym jams. <laughs> <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> Oh my God, does that mean that your characters have like taken over? <laughs> You're right, I'm in gym wear most of the time. I, wow. Yeah, I like running and uh, like doing, going on my bike uh, down the woods. I've got about 200 costumes. I've got about wow. 60 different wigs. So there ain't many outfits I haven't got. There's, there's some amazing costumes and where I've, I've purchased, I, I've got a costume maker so I can have most things made and uh, or stuff I, I purchased from costume houses. I mean, that's interesting because what, what you're, well, to me, you're painting a picture in my mind of because your costumes are so colourful and flamboyant and it's kind of the whole shabazz, everything, the wig, the makeup, the outfits, that might explain why you're not so flamboyant in your, your private self and it's just very simple. And <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love fashion. I do love fashion. I love, you know, I really appreciate guys dressing really smart and ladies wearing some wonderful outfits and uh, sometimes you know i've got oh, i've got rows of um vintage female costumes sometimes i might be in a costume house and some are going oh dean we're selling this wonderful costume like a oh god buy that costume <laughs> it, might be, it might be a lady's costume that just sits on a row for years and i, I just well, think you've got to have it because it's a wonderful costume that you think Oh, wow. And I'm, I've got some fantastic costumes, if I have to say myself. And, uh, and that's not... nice that you really appreciate the aesthetics and the beauty and the craftsmanship that goes behind the costumes. That's nice, actually. That's what that well, says to me. If you're buying pieces that you may never wear, but they're just beautiful pieces, you know? You really yeah, gobsmacking. That. Beautiful. You know, I remember I worked in uh, Leicester once and it was an indoor market and it was like an Aladdin's cave. And I got this a jabot, woman's like sort of French jabot with sway with a little gold buckle with a this like tangerine blouse it was something that i suppose i could see a beyonce wearing you know with austin powers and i thought oh my god that costume's just incredible i've got to ask this do you put them on like when you're like on your own you try it on and go wow <laughs> i need to know <laughs> no they won't fit me it won't fit me <laughs> 
I don't, I'm not a cross-dresser. How do you appreciate it? You just hang it up in the wardrobe or do you... Uh, what I'm, I'm going to do, Vivian, I'm going to get these half dozen costumes and they come around and meet one day. I go, <laughs> right, Vivian, no one's wore this for years. Can you wear this for me? More than happy to. I'll even put it up online. I'm more than happy to. <laughs> All right, I'll keep you to that. You can hold me to that. You can hold me I to do. that. Okay. Okay, we've got a few more minutes left. Last two questions. Some of my favourite characters that you do, like Little Britain, would be quite controversial now. You're going to offend someone if you're wearing a fat suit or a black person fat suit or whatever, but I don't, I don't think that should be the case. I mean, it's, it's comedy. It's... I think I've been lucky. I've been lucky that there's not really anyone that's really disliked my characters and what I've done because I've created a character within the character. Polite, yeah. loving and kind. Yeah, Even I if find, it is Donald Trump. <laughs> I find someone feels uncomfortable. You can tell someone might feel uncomfortable. You, you're there to make them feel comfortable, you know, and they can express. If someone says, I don't like you, <laughs> go to, they go, you took the words right out of my mouth. I can't <laughs> stand that character. He's terrible, isn't he? I hate him. So you're agreeing with someone. Whatever anyone says, you go, you're right. If someone wanted to have a go at Donald Trump, you run Donald Trump into the... Here's ground. your opportunity. I'm still yeah, in front of you. Yeah. Give it your best shot. You could charge for therapy. That's brilliant. Yeah. It gives people a chance to let off steam there. Given that you've spent years fine-tuning your craft to add this extra dimension that you talked about, making people feel good, yeah? And I think your gift as, a, as an empath and, you know, your gift of observing situations, observing people, the whole psychology behind it. What would you say, if you could sum up in three words, what it takes, so the key ingredients that you need to make a person feel good, in three words? Well, one of the words has got to be love. Love. Oh, yes. Amen. Kindness. Well, okay, if we say kindness, love, laughter. Kindness, love and laughter. Beautiful. I've really enjoyed chatting with you and um, I've made a commitment alongside family and friends to support the creative industry even more than we usually do because it's a real source of joy, learning, escapism, expression, personal development. You know, the list is endless. Thank you so much. I apologise about the squeaky chair. A warning comes with squeaky chair in the background. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's been a pleasure sharing my coffee break yeah, with you. We'll uh, meet for coffee and have a catch-up. I've enjoyed the virtual coffee, but definitely we should meet for real coffee. I'm going to sign out. I'd like you to sign out as Keith Lemon. So it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Dean. Until next time. All right. If I don't see you for a week, I'll see you after lockdown. Oosh! Thanks. <laughs> You've been listening to me, Vivian Braidwood, and this podcast was written and presented by me. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Ask me any lifestyle related question or let me know which topic you'd like me to cover during our essential coffee break. Tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. We'd really love you to subscribe. Speak soon. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good.